It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you're on the way to a job in your Volkswagen Caddy, Crafter, Transporter or Amarok, you've obviously already invested in the best. So when it comes to servicing, keep giving it the best. At Volkswagen, we know your van like no one else. Our technicians will guarantee that your van is serviced to the highest standards using only Volkswagen Genuine Parts. You see, we're the experts. We don't just follow the manual. We wrote it. Caddy service €129. All other models €159. Prices XVAT. To find your nearest service centre and for full terms and conditions, visit volkswagenvans.ie. The Small Business Show on irishexaminer.com for a different view on Irish business. Welcome back to the Small Business Show on irishexaminer.com, brought to you by Volkswagen Commercial Vehicles, where €149 will get you your vehicle serviced. Contact your local Volkswagen dealer for details, terms and conditions apply. Now, the importance of words and how we use them in business can be the difference between a sale or being ignored by potential customers. Well, one marketeer is looking to solve that problem, and she's on the line with me now. Denise Fay, you are very welcome to the Small Business Show. Great, listen, lovely to be here. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. And uh, it's very interesting, the reason why we have you on our show today. Uh, Words can influence your marketing. Tell us a little bit more about uh, what you do, uh, Denise. Well, basically what I would do is I'd use the written words so to help people attract small businesses, attract more clients, get more sales and ultimately create long-lasting relationships. Because really, Caelan, it comes down to the words that you put on. Like Words are everywhere. I mean, even... So we're talking now, we're still using words. And so what a lot of um, small businesses tend to do are like would speak words, but when it comes to writing them down, they may not think of them in the same way that they would when they speak them. Mm. And yet it's so important, you know, when we look at um, we look at websites, we look at social media every day, we look at newspapers, adverts, everything that we do as a small business to communicate with potential clients comes down to words. And it's really important that the right ones are put together in a sentence that makes sense to the mm. reader who's actually reading them. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think in a, in a I suppose in a world of social media as well, particularly in things like Twitter, where you only have 140 characters, so every single word is very, very important and very important to your business and how it looks, etc. when you have that kind of limited amount of words to use as well. Oh, completely. You know what? Um, I know I'll always say that everyone shares a single currency. And um, when I kind of throw that out, if I'm giving a talk, people say, oh, money and all that stuff. But really, the single currency that we all share is time. And you really hit the nail on the head there with Twitter, like 140 characters. Like I struggle, you know, coming with a key, you know, punchy message with 140 characters. Yeah. But it's really that's what you need to do. Um, you need to be able to like create whatever that you're trying to say 
and um, put it into words that people will relate to straight away because we all share that currency of time and people are so frugal with their time that they want to um, spend the time reading the stuff that they want to read as opposed to something that they don't. Mm. I mean, we've all done it. You know, read an article going, that's not what it promised. <laughs> and, and immediately you're like, mm, okay, and you switch off or whether it's, you know, you hit the, like, the little X on your website or you mm. just kind of slide over on the iPad these days but um, yeah so I just think that we need to be a little bit more I suppose to get more success you need to be a bit more conscious of um, the words that you use. It's limited time as well on behalf of the customer too they're devoting perhaps those 30 seconds to reading your brochure so how important does do words become in inviting the customer into your product? Yeah you know um, like I, I definitely I see a lot of ads and just we're kind of I suppose stick with ads because you said that one and like I'll see a lot of ads like print ads but there's a lot of space like a lot of space would be wasted a lot of times people would put like their logo you know say denisefay.com like maybe the first top third the top third of the page Mm. and that means then okay so but that means nothing to anybody like it means something to me because my name is in print but really means nothing to the person who's reading it and that's the person that you need to be thinking about you need to be thinking about the person who's reading it so what's in it for them so if you a lot of people put like their logo their company name on the top one third so you basically you're only using you're only left with the two thirds left Mm to say your message and then a lot of it can be crammed in there could be too many messages in there there could be like maybe three messages we've got like if you're a tv or electronic supplier you know we've got tvs on sale um dvd players on sale blu-ray discs like players on sale but if you're not in the mood like if you're not in the market for any of those three or if you're in the market just for one the rest of the ad would be it's kind of wasted so what i'd always say focus on one message and one message only if you're trying to do an ad, and mm. then do the contact details perhaps at the end. So make use of the space and the words that you're using. Have we seen? Sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, and have we seen a kind of a bit of a change in how people use words to to market their product, particularly in the past five or six years, considering the recession and stuff like that. We see a lot of things like we're a 100% Irish company or made in Ireland or, you know, supporting Irish producers, things like that. How important are those kind of words now at the moment that people are looking for? Do people react to those kind of things or are they just kind of, I suppose, a general kind of buzz buzzword that's going around? No, I am. Um, I genuinely think, and I'd agree with you, I think that people are reacting to that and that comes down to the message that people have. And it's something that I'd be quite passionate about is like the message that you're what are you, what's the message that you're going to market with and if that's one of your key points that you're um like you're Irish that could be the tipping point for somebody buying you as opposed to buying somebody else like all things being equal people don't really buy on price they buy on other attributes like they buy on quality they buy on like whatever is different about you and I think if you're passionate about that and if you've got like um Irish if you're 100% Irish owned and um then I think it's definitely a key message to go with. Uh, is it also a part as well of um, holding, I suppose, a, a business to an account? So if you if you write down in words um, all the great things that you do and you don't fulfil them when you when you interact with the customer, that those words have then become, I suppose, uh, the sword, I suppose, to your business. True. Yeah, people can beat you up with like, you know, they'll say you did this, and um, I'm saying that you don't. Yeah, there's definitely an element of that. But what I found on the flip side is that there's a lot of businesses who don't tell. There's a lot of small businesses out there who don't tell people how how um, how great they are because they're fearful of that very um, of that very 
effect that, you know, people will hold them against this. You know, people say, we can't say that we guarantee 100%, like say, delivery on time. And I'll say, well, okay, well, don't put down 100% delivery on time, but then put down 99% on time. So people get the idea that you are good on, say, customer service or customer delivery, and that it will actually be the one out of 100 times that something like that would happen. Mm. So there are, it, there's a fine line to put down. So I would never tell anybody to put down something that's mistrue or untrue because that would be wrong. Because, you know, we have to be authentic in the way we market ourselves as small businesses. But um, I would definitely encourage people to be stronger in, like, you know, the service that they offer rather than thinking about that one person. Think about the 99 people mm. who get good service, who get good delivery. So stop being so fearful and actually go and tell people how wonderful you are and the service that you offer. Mm. But as I said, like, you know, don't cross that line and talented yeah absolutely yeah and um the, i wanted to raise uh, two points with you kind of along the same lines but the first one is about first of all customers when you speak to i suppose your your ordinary customers and how important it is to speak in in their language or in their demographic etc how important is it to basically be just be clear and concise without you know having to get over elaborate words in there that they might possibly might not understand Oh, I think it's incredibly important. And if I could do, like, you know, if I could actually rid the world of jargon, I think I would um, mm-hmm. do my um, bestest. And like, and I'll say that because I've got a master's in business studies, so I can say that, you know, get rid of all the jargon, you know, the marketing speak that we listen to or we talk about from marketing books. But I definitely think that because if we're having this conversation, it's natural, it's fluid. We're having a little, you know, head nod. We're agreeing. It's all wonderful. Mm. But yet when you go to put that down on paper, a lot of people freeze and they, they think they need to put down um, complicated words, you know, words with five syllables because it makes them look good because maybe their competitors are doing that or um, industry journals are saying that. But ultimately, the people that you need to write for are the people that you need to communicate with are the people who are going to buy your product. You know, the Harvard Business Review isn't going to buy your product if it's like, you know, you're selling TVs or... Um, dog grooming, you yeah. know, down the road. Like they're the people, the ser- people who buy those services are buying it. But it's not the Harvard Business Review or Forbes or mm. one of those. So I'd always say, like, you know, write for your write for the person who's buying your product first. Mm. And it's important as well because that's that's for the business, the customer side. I also wanted to talk to you to, to the business, the business side, because one of the my biggest pet annoyances is people who go off on business jargon rants in the middle of a presentation or something like that and I've been in a couple of presentations before when a number of people have turned around and said sorry and stopped them in their middle of presentation and said I don't understand what you're talking about. And you know that's very brave because there's a lot of people who will actually sit there going I have no idea what that person is saying but they will never say it. <laughs> so it's very brave of that person to say it but um, yeah, I've played buzzword bingo lots of times and lots of presentations. You know going forward and strategize. Okay, they're pretty plain words but um from a b2b perspective i think you need to for sure tell people um you need to kind of be credible so above everything else i mean you can't go in the like, you know, with techno language or you know the youth language of today that i wouldn't even be familiar with but um you need to show an, a, like a professional credible um approach but certainly um kind of take it back a little bit and actually again put it down like you know the person that you're talking to, what is it that they're um, like, not what their level is, but if you could find out what their level is and what they like they're interested in and what they understand, that would make, you know, your presentation, your pitching, your writing, you know, that much more easier. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, mm. absolutely. And, and one of the interesting things as well is that and, and it's it's in your little your little booklet as well, which is that basically 
when you do send out these kind of information packs or brochures or p- people pick them up, etc., to do the groundwork as well, to go out and you know call them up, ask them if they understood it, ask them what they thought of your product, etc., etc. So it's not simply a case of handing over something and you know expecting you know everything to come flooding back to you. It's about following up as well, doing the groundwork, as you say. Oh, yeah. It's like research is so important and trying to find out who, because the more research that you do or the more that you find out, and, you know, a lot of people would be afraid of the constructive feedback, but you know what? It's just feedback at the end of the day. If you think about it like that, then how you can change it. And maybe it could be just one thing that could change, one letter, one word, maybe one color, perhaps, say, in a brochure or that kind of thing. Um, That could just make the difference between, you know, well, a sale or you know, multiple sales. So hmm. it's always good to get feedback from people that um, who've bought your product, who you've sent stuff to, and I suppose not to go back to the whole fearful bit again, but um, just don't be afraid and actually pick up the phone and say, well, what do you think? Because most hmm. people will actually be honest hmm. and they'll say that they like it or they don't. And if they say that, yeah, 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 they really like it, I think just kind of nudge them a little bit further to say why. Because once you get the feedback back from somebody else, then you're able to like use the language that they're using, and then it just it just becomes a little bit easier. The cycle becomes easier when you're sitting down to write something. You'll be thinking about that conversation that you've had with several people, and then they may even have like a common denominator of a factor that's going through them. So it could be that they're using the same words that maybe you may not be using because you're so familiar with your own product that you may not use that word, but the people who are talking back to you would use that particular word. Mm, absolutely. So and important, important to do the groundwork completely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that uh, is part of your booklet as well. That was how to turn your readers into customer. Part of your uh, booklet: transform your words into influencing marketing material. Stop sales slipping through your fingers. And Denise, if people actually want to uh, pick up the booklet, or indeed, um, I know you have a book written on the subject as well. Where can people find them? The main place would be over at denisefay.com. So the booklet is at denisefay.com hyphen free guide and um but if you just go to the homepage of denisefay.com you'll get all the information there so denisefay.com is the website denise thank you very much for joining us on the small oh, business listen, show thanks. i've i've read through your booklet it's very very interesting i'm going to use some tips for myself as well uh, so uh, thank you very much for joining us on the small business show delighted it was a pleasure thanks for having me now after the break a marketing company hiring 20 people this year and when you have high growth what is the most important thing for a manager to learn Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 